I really hope it happens. That would because fuck it. That's how I'm starting off this episode. Mm, okay. That uh, there are a few times that I really pull for things on the internet. This is one of them. It's a very unique event. I mean, never been done before. I guess it hasn't, right? Not it, not in a mass. Yeah, there have been true. individuals that have attempted true. and have uh, been the, shot in the face. The meme culture behind this fire. It, I think it really is the perfect time to try and make this a legitimate thing. Maybe but not legitimate. I have a question: Do people even know how to get there? Yes. Like, is there an address? So, I just and then, but like <laughs> I I I have so many questions. So, in saying yes, it literally is just like a Google screen grab with like circles and arrows saying. So where here is where it's located? Where are you supposed to meet up? Like what entrance point? Like southwest, north, northeast? That's a good question. I don't know if there are specifics on. The Facebook invite. Like, is there a Seven Eleven nearby where everyone's just gonna meet up in the parking lot beforehand? I don't know. Based upon my review of the invite, where it is again like the circle and the arrows pointing at it with a date and time listed, I think people are just gonna fucking try and show up. Yeah, but that's not be a fake date and time, right? Like, that's not the real one. Oh, just like throw people off. Yeah, it's not to throw the government off, right? Thank you for joining us on this episode of Pop Not Soda. It's another diet episode. Dan and Brian are here to bless your eardrums with this weekly sits pack of pop culture. We were off last week because we were celebrating America for yeah. 4th of July. America. Fuck yeah. And uh, we've got uh, an American podcast for you. To, not really. Uh, we're going to be talking Comic-Con as that is this week, the 50th anniversary right. Comic -Con of Comic-Con International. International San Diego. That's DCC. The best one by far. It, yeah, it's really the only one. Right. Fuck New York. Uh, we're going to be talking to Lil Wayne, who has been out of his mind for a long time, but it just seems to be just going over the edge. Yeah. He, he might have – he was always a habitual line stepper. Yeah. He might have done a Olympic uh, – just Long jump. Yeah, over the we'll line get into time. that later. Uh, we are going to be talking the Disney remake conundrum because I don't even think it's a controversy anymore because they're just going to keep making them. Oh yeah, people are going to be upset and they're still going to make money. Exactly. And there's three of them on the docket for this episode. Uh, Prime Day is today and tomorrow. And oh, well, then it's Prime Days. This is some bullshit advertising. <laughs> uh, so Brian's going to lead you through all the great deals for that. But first, we're going to get back to what we opened with, and that is uh, the online petition to storm Area 51 to, quote, see them aliens, end quote. Right, because they can't stop all of them. I feel like they could. Because the guy oh, they got, absolutely could. They got guns. <laughs> it's pretty easy if it's a fenced-off area and you can't get in, and they have automatic rifles pointed at your face. Yeah, I just feel I I don't know. Like they they have the the ability to just shoot if you trespass, right? Oh yeah, base? absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, they just have to have a sign posted, right? Like trespassing yeah. you. I mean, I just blah, feel blah, like blah. Uh, uh, the memes that have really. To taken off from this uh, have been like uh, 
uh, Gen Z and millennials are so suicidal that they're just going <laughs> to use it for a good purpose, which is the storm <laughs> Area 51. That and all the Area 51 stealing aliens memes have yes. been great. Like, you know, me hanging out with my alien homie after stealing him from Area 51. There's a really good meme of uh, me listening to all the fire alien music after I bring him <laughs> out. And it's LeBron <laughs> dancing in the studio with just high-pitched screeches playing. <laughs> it's it's wild. The, it's peak internet. It is. Because it, it definitely started out as a troll job. But then... No one was ever serious about this until, I'm telling you, a suicidal millennial, a person who is frequently on me IRL, uh, decided to just be like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Or you just have all those conspiracy theorists out there that are like, finally, a fucking population that's actually willing to do this with me. What is interesting, too, is the timing of it, because that Netflix documentary with Bob Lazar just recently came out. Mm who was a an engineer who was like who he claims was working on like all of that alien technology shit at Area 51. But the funny part is he, the first thing that he says is like there was never any work done at the site of Area 51. It was like at a different site like south something. So like still in the vicinity but not actually in like the building where all these people are uh you know may or may not. Uh, try and try and storm. because that's where the aliens are, not the technology. Well, he he says the whole thing like oh. there's never any aliens or alien tech, and I don't think he ever mentions actually seeing an alien, but he does definitely talk about uh, the technology. I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, but I did watch him on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's uh, he's an interesting dude. Well, you know who I can't wait to hear from. Will Smith. No, Tom DeLonge, bro. <laughs> Number one UFO <laughs> researcher. <laughs> For real, where is he? Right? Maybe he's secretly like he's leading the this. one behind exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I did see the the last thing I want to talk about is the clip from Endgame where it shows Thanos and his army and it says Trump and, <laughs> and, and the US government. <laughs> yeah. And Captain America's getting up and it's like the one dude that actually showed up to Area fifty one and he's limping. And then all of a sudden a portal opens and out comes the weebs. And then another portal opens, and it's alien hunters. And then another portal opens, and it's suicidal Gen Zers and millennials. And then another portal opens, and it's stoners. And it's just all these different internet communities coming out to help storm Area 51. Yeah, man. People want an alien girlfriend real bad. (laughs) I just, I mean, I guess this would be the most tourism New Mexico's ever done. True. Other than Breaking Bad. I mean, but this has got to be. Is this meth related? I guess we'll have to find out. I would say a fair portion of people are probably going to be on <laughs> meth, if there's any correlation. I just, uh, I can't wait for September 20th, 2019. Mark it on your calendars. Yeah, circle it. Uh, you know, put those sketchy vans so you can drive out, have somewhere to sleep in the middle of nowhere when you're about to storm Area 51. Right. To see them aliens. I just can't wait. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you uh know Tom DeLonge, ask him for his thoughts. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? The people want to hear from Tom, right? No more silence. We we need to hear from from Mr. UFO <laughs> alien He's not his top new show researcher himself on the fucking History Channel or whatever it is cuz the History Channel loves to talk aliens. Not history. 
aliens. <laughs> right. Uh, well, again, like we've mentioned, today and tomorrow is Prime Day. Parentheses S. Parentheses S. Oh, I see what you did there. Days. Right. Yeah. One day wasn't enough. Apparently, they didn't make. They don't make enough money on a single Prime Day, so they said, "Let's spread this over two. Well, Brian, what are you most excited to not buy on Prime Day? <laughs> Gosh, what am I? I mean, to me, I think like the the most, the biggest deals, the best deals you're probably going to see are electronics. So I always recommend to look at some of those deals. If you need a t- new TV, new laptop, think about an iWatch, whatever. Uh, these days are generally really good for that, especially if it falls around a time when like something new just had come out and you can get the old uh, edition or you know an older model for a heavy, heavy discount. Uh, also... What's really interesting about this year is how many other companies are doing like similar promotions to uh, essentially compete with Prime Day. So I know Target is having a bunch of big deals. Walmart is having a bunch of big deals. Uh, there's one company that's having a like a crash day sale because Amazon crashed uh, last year during Prime Day. So kind of a uh, troll job, you know, as we were talking about. Wink, wink. So, yeah, I mean, in in terms of, like, what's on sale, I mean, I think it, on Amazon, fucking everything's on sale. I, th- I think they say a million items are going to have some sort of discount. And if anything, you know, it's at least worth looking through. Um, you know, it's Amazon, so if you have some household shit, you need to, paper towels or dishwasher <laughs> soap, what have you. Well, some of the deals, you know, like all the Amazon electronics are definitely on sale. You get like an Echo Dot so those Amazon workers can listen in on your conversations for only $25. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get a Ring doorbell so you can watch people try to break Mm. into your house for only $90. Uh, Like you said, the Apple iWatch, the Apple Watch, I don't think they install the iWatch. I think it's installed the Apple Watch. I think you're right. This is Apple Watch. It's like $50 off. You can get an iPad for $250. Um, You can get a Amazon Fire TV stick with HBO free for two months only for $40. Mm. Which, I mean, I guess... If you don't have a fucking Apple TV or a Fire Stick or a Roku or whatever, I mean, let's go. But here's the thing. Right now, so today, if you go to Whole Foods and you spend $10, you will get $10 of Amazon credit. So, asterisk, you have to spend $10 on a single item. Yes. You can't buy a bunch of, like, kombucha. Right. Which resulted me in having to go back to fa- to Whole Foods to get this fucking free money. But it is free money, right? You spend 10 bucks, so, like, go buy, I don't Were know. you going to go to Whole Foods this week? I mean, I go to Whole, Fo- Whole Foods every week. Oh, okay. Well, fuck, Brian. I don't know your life. <laughs> I've, I've been in a Whole Foods once. Was it a great experience? Uh, I bought a seven dollar juice. Mm, that that was it, right? Yeah. It I mean, good. you just gotta you you know you gotta be smart. But the the main reason that I do is because you know now that Amazon owns them, they do have like good deals if you're a Prime member yeah. on like certain things. So you just gotta like pay attention, right? Um, but yeah, if you yeah, so go spend some money at Whole Foods, buy like a sandwich for ten dollars probably. Add the avocado, add the bacon. Yeah, get just the all the ads. And then you get free uh, free ten bucks to 
to play with house money. Yeah, and then you can buy, you know, some instant pots for sixty dollars mm. to make some uh, good old pressure trigger bombs for when you storm Area Fifty One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a win-win. Kill but two aliens with one <laughs> pipe bomb. No, you don't want to kill the aliens. Uh, again, like kill all, two guards. All the Amazon Edgos are on sale. There's some mattresses on sale. You need a new mattress? Uh, not yet. But we w- like when okay. we move, we'll yeah, yeah, because you get a a teen memory foam mattress for only four hundred dollars. Oh shit, that is a good. Sorry, deal, only three hundred and sixty nine dollars. You're saving Ooh, even better deal. You're saving four hundred dollars. You get a uh, Dyson weird looking vacuum. It's like one of the ones that is badless, so I don't know how the fuck it's it sucks anything up. It just shoots it back out, yeah, right back no onto idea. the floor. <laughs> I have no it just, idea. It's so It weird. just mashes it into like microscopic Probably. pieces so you can't even see it. You want a Roomba? I do actually want a Roomba. Well, you can get a Ramba. It's a <laughs> knockoff for only $219. 219 Jesus Christ. Yeah. I figured those things would be less expensive by now. You know, as climate change keeps happening, you get some tower fans. Mm. Uh, do you probably need a dehumidifier. <laughs> Seriously, uh, there's a shit ton of household stuff, man. Yeah, and kitchen stuff. There's so many instant pots. And I will. I will pots. say this too. Uh, something that Amazon carries a well, not carries a lot of, but has like distributors distributors for like clothes. So you know, I haven't purchased many clothes via Amazon. As I say that, I'm wearing a T-shirt that I bought off of Amazon. Shout out to Captain Marvel. Uh, but yeah, clothes. Like y- you might be able to find a-, a sneaky sale during these prime days for you know maybe something you wanted. So need a breast pump. Need a <laughs> breast pump on sale. Yeah, absolutely. Mine's some TVs. Some of the TVs leg. are already gone, by the way, because these are apparently sales that were leading up to Prime Day. But there is a 43-inch 4K Roku TV for only 250. Fucking a. That's half the price. Yeah. <clears throat> TVs are just yeah. If you need a new TV. Probably be a good time to do a little shopping. I think this is what you should get. You can get your own LG 4K UHD smart TV home theater projector. Ooh, $2,500. Oh, that's it? I'll, I'll get three. It's One for every room. It's 55% off. Wow. Just so you know. Yeah. I, I am very intrigued by the the projector idea. Are you? I am. You're one of those guys. Well, you know, you just got to have, like, the right setup for it. Because w- at our place, we definitely have a giant white wall. So it would be pretty perfect. But there is, like, a lot of light that comes in in our living room. So uh, that's my only concern. You can save all of $14 on some AirPods. <laughs> perfect. So, yeah, you know, check it out. Let us know what you bought on Prime Day. Yeah. Let us know if you bought a piece of technology you didn't need. Or if you went to another site and found some smoking deal This there. is the biggest thing about Prime Day for me is that it literally can grab people into buying shit that they never thought they would ever buy. Oh, Because 100%. it's there and they think like, oh, this is such a good deal. Yeah. That's exactly why companies have sales yeah. <laughs> for that reason. It's also why Disney is doing all these live action remakes. Nobody ever asked for these live action remakes, but we're all going to see them. I'm seeing Lion King on Friday. I've had tickets mm. for three weeks three weeks huh yeah when they came out i guess you're feeling the love ah jesus tonight (laughs) 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 
Yeah, man, I am very not concerned, more, I guess concerned is a good word, about The Lion King. Because when they, I mean, when they announced the cast and then also having Jon Favreau direct, I mean, you knew it was going to be good. Yeah, the cast is great. The cast is phenomenal. Like, I don't think you could have put together a better cast. Especially because they didn't try to replace James Earl Jones. <laughs> right, right. They brought the goddamn man back. Uh, but the like the the critic reviews have been pretty mixed. Uh, I think it's sitting like around sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It might it might even be a little bit lower. I haven't checked in a couple days. But the reviews that I read and what I do when whenever I look at a movie review, especially on Rotten Tomatoes, is I don't even read the positive ones. I just look at the the negative ones, and it seems to be the overwhelming train of thought is that the movie is just like too realistic so like hats off you know to john favreau and the the graphics team because it fucking looks amazing but the complaint is that because it looks so real like it takes away a lot of the emotion from the characters where like in a cartoon you know you can illustrate all of that and over exaggerate all of that stuff but when you're talking about like a fucking real lion you know you're not going to have him give off a uh you know an al pacino performance i don't know why i thought (laughs) of al pacino but this is the thing too right if the animated lion king didn't exist i feel like this would be like renowned for the movie making it is true and what i don't understand as well is when jungle book came out i don't think that there was any sort of similar criticism Right, because they all sing uh, songs. Yeah, but the, and they all that I think that's been the worst performing live action movie though. In terms of money made, yeah. And that had Bill be. Murray, bro. Actually, no, D- Dumbo couldn't have. I don't know. How gross did? There's no way. I don't know. Whatever. We'll we'll, we'll have short round. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. Uh, but I think that's the thing. Like, just from the clips I've seen, like with how realistic it looks, it is crazy that it's all CGI. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's scary. If you listen to our last episode, we talked about AI and the fabrication of videos. <laughs> and the fact that people can just create this and that Disney has this technology is insane. And the other point, Brian, is duh. <laughs> That's my point. Of course, you're not going to get the same emotions an animated cartoon has. Right. Because it's animated. This, again, I know it's CGI, it's digitally animated, but this is going for live action. That's how they've presented it. And it's just, it's crazy to me that people are like, oh, it's too real. Like, what the, they wanted, they, you know what, the first complaint was, oh, Scar, he's not gray. <laughs> like, bitch, you ever see a gray lion? <laughs> Find me in nature a gray lion. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Oh, Simba's mane isn't orange enough. Mother, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, that, I think, as a studio, right, as Disney, you have to expect that feedback because you are remaking all of these classic movies that, you know, people have grown up with and have put on a pedestal, right? So if you're going to 
really create the same movie because that's the other uh, a lot of the criticism that I read about too was that it's the exact same story, right? Like nothing really. Yeah. They didn't really beef it up, right? And like it's 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 just a it's just a double edged sword, no matter what. It's it's a lose lose situation. I feel like because even if this is great, people are gonna say, "Oh, well, you still shit on the original Lion King." If it's bad, they're going to say, why did you even touch it? If you go with the same story, people are going to say you're not original. If you go with the new story and it doesn't land well, people are going to say, why didn't you just go with a remake, right? Like, they're just – I think critically, they probably don't even care, right? Nobody cares. Like, this is the whole thing. Because it's going to make money. I think everyone's just upset that they're remaking it, so they're just going to complain about everything. Yeah. They complained that Will Smith was too blue <laughs> in goddamn Aladdin. He's a genie. Like, I'm sorry. What did you expect? He's supposed to be big and blue. Right. And guess what? Aladdin is Will Smith's highest grossing movie in his goddamn career. It has set a record as the fourth longest running movie to earn a million dollars a day. And is probably going to make a cool billion dollars. Disney don't care. All right. And then we get to Mulan that has been with it released with its first trailer. And that the news came out that, one, they got rid of Mushu, the dragon, mm-hmm. who will be replaced by a more historically and culturally accurate Phoenix character. And that they're not going to have the character sing. Right. They're just going to have the instrumentals of the songs in the background. And people were like, fuck this. Why remake it if you're not going to do the exact same movie? So that leads me to say bullshit on everyone that complained that this is the exact same movie. And then you want to complain that Mulan isn't the exact same movie. Yeah. I mean, thinking about that strategy, I think it's actually cool that Disney is doing that, right? Where they're doing just straight remakes of some and then kind of an original take on others. Yeah. I, I saw the tra- the Mulan trailer, and, and I'm I'm all in. I think it looks It looks awesome. really good. Yeah, especially if they're able to do it PG-13, you know, so yeah. they can make it a little bit more violent. I mean, they think they have to. She's fighting think, in a goddamn war. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. And I think they can because they'll be able to lean into the fact that Pirates was PG-13, and people, it still made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And, again, Disney don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're probably like, yeah, you do whatever you want with Mulan because uh, the CGI that we're spending on you is way less than every other movie we've used CGI for. Yeah. It's just a printing money machine. And all I'm saying is I don't think anyone should be able to complain about the Disney live action remakes. Okay. Just don't see it. It doesn't affect you. You don't have to go see it. They're not treading on your childhood. <laughs> If you don't like that they're making reaction, like remake, they're remaking these uh, movies in live action, then good. Don't buy a ticket. Right. But you can't talk shit about it for three months and be like, oh, so uh, we didn't go see uh, Mulan this weekend. No, you don't <laughs> get to do that. <laughs> Sorry. Or have all of these hot takes and heavy opinions, and then never go see the movie and never change your opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. That, that's all. We're gonna have to break on that. Yeah. Just sit you there. Know, Hakuna Matata, people. Think about everything you it's all have done. It's a wonderful phrase. All right, just be happy. God damn. Right. It's fun. Yeah. It's exactly. It's all for entertainment. It's all in good fun, and to make a shitload of money. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
Seriously. All right, we'll be back. We're going to be talking uh, your favorite rapper, Lil Wayne. Uh, We're going to be talking Comic-Con. And we're going to be talking Stranger Things. So just an FYI, if you have not watched season three yet, heavy spoilers coming in the next like 10 minutes of the pod. Yeah, and just stop what you're doing and watch every episode. Yeah, so pause the episode now. Go watch all eight episodes, then come back. Yeah. And listen to the rest. All right, we'll see you on the flip side or the upside down. song probably one of the top three favorite moments for me in the new season of stranger things so good just in one of the most tense and uh, urgent scenarios uh dusty dusty poo should say dusty poo dusty poo's real girlfriend um Sarah something or other. Susie, Susie. bro. <laughs> Fucking Susie. Susie, man. <laughs> Susie, Sarah, whatever. They're all the same. She's real. Uh, makes him sing the uh, theme? Yeah. The song? I, I guess it's the song. It's definitely the song. Like, yeah. It's the song. The song from Neverending Story, uh, which he abides. And they actually end up singing it together. Super cute moment. Because uh, I, what does she do? She has to like tell him about some equation or something, right? It is uh, it Pavlov's yeah, uh, Pavlov's something, yeah, right? That she knew. She's Not super Pavlov's smart. daughter. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, just I mean, it's you just tell how a... much we paid attention to those moments, <laughs> right? But it's just such a great illustration of that show. I think as a whole, right? It's just. So nostalgic, number one. Uh, so good at knowing when to bring in like humor or other things in in really intense moments that like kind of remind you that these are kids. Yeah, you know, uh, it's not all serious, dark, one hundred percent of the time. Right, right. And I thought this season was great. Season three. I think that a few of the actors like really kind of bubbled to the top for me in terms of their performances. Yeah. So uh, Red Ranger, Dacry, Montgomery who, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Who plays Billy, uh, who is the sister, sorry, the brother <sighs> of Maxine. It's that long hair, you know, throws yeah. me off. Uh, Maxine's brother, the, the redhead, right. He does have great hair yeah. in, uh, in the show. Uh, he plays the like really the villain uh, in in this season, and almost like you know a sub villain in the last season. Yeah, it was great setup in season two. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so he becomes possessed by the I don't know the, the mind monster, flare, bro. the mind flare, the flay. And his performance, I think, is, he was is to just fuck married women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was trying to take down. Mike's mom. That whole first episode is just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hop is fantastic. 
uh, everything around um, Billy is fantastic. Uh, Mike and L, uh, Dustin and uh, Dustin's fantastic, and Steve doesn't come until episode two, but right. But yeah, I think that they really they figured out like who paired well together and just ran with it right so you have like you said you know Dustin and Steve kind of developed a bond in the last season and they continue that this season but then with a couple other added characters you have Robin who works with Steve at uh, Scoops Ahoy I think my two favorite characters in the whole show now Robin and Erica Erica yeah Uh, and then you have Erica who is Lucas's sister uh, who was introduced in season two who was in in season two and she's hilarious she's fantastic in this uh and they really like feature her in a couple episodes as you know the most significant character yeah because she's the only one that can like sneak through this you know air plan child endangerment yeah uh so yeah they were all great uh i mean goddamn bobby billy brown or billy bobby brown billy whatever yeah whatever the fuck her name is uh, I mean, she is just she's phenomenal. In my opinion, I think she's the best actor on the show. I dump your ass. <laughs> I mean, such a great line. It, it's the subtlety of how she speaks her own English. Yes, and her tone is just great. And, and what I think really sets actors apart to me that like when you go from good to great and great to like legendary is that you can portray exactly what you need to without saying a single word. And she just does such a great job of that in terms of, like, you you have to remember, right? Like, she's just been in the real world for, like, two years, three years. So she's still, like, processing so much. And I think she just does a fantastic job of, like showing like she's not only, you know, 10, 11, 12, however old they're supposed to be, uh, maybe even older. I think this they're season. 14 in yeah, this season. Yeah, they might be 14, 15 in this season. So you have that, right? Just like a teenager going through yeah. all of that shit. But then also you're a fucking superhero oh, with yeah. alien powers and just battling with all of that. And then, you know, the the culmination at the end with um, with Hop and who knows if he's dead or alive. Uh, he's never a body. We said spoilers before the break, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's probably not dead anyway. You can't kill Hop, bro. Yeah, and they they went full Magnum PI with Hop this oh. season, and I loved it. They really did. Just the mustache over the beard. Yep. And then when he threw on that shirt for Enzo's at seven, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they brought back, or they brought in Terry Ellis as the corrupt mayor, which I thought was great. He was I great. Love him. Yep. Uh, they brought in this uh, Russian. I'm assuming he's a Russian actor. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what they called him. <laughs> right. Uh, no, they were calling him. Fuck oh, no, no. me. Are you talking about the the the? the I'm talking about Lexi. Oh yeah, Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Yeah, you're talking Smirnoff. about. Smirnoff. I thought it was. I thought you were talking about like the the mercenary dude. Oh right. They the were Terminator. Him, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh they, yeah, he was great too. He had some great Terminator vibes. Like again, yeah. like out of all of the seasons, this season did the most meta, campy, movie reference, pop culture reference. Not in the fact of them referencing said pop culture event or uh, like the Neverending Story, but legitimately. They had Jurassic Park feels, Terminator feels, 
just a fantastic array of 80s culture uh, and even some 90s you know old school shots just implemented into the artistic design of this season yeah and the the fact that it you know mostly takes place at the mall too is just so great because it really is a throwback you know because that's what you fucking did yeah back before smartphones and shit you just go to the goddamn mall before prime day <laughs> right when you actually had to purchase things. yeah dude even in high school we would hang out at the mall yeah for sure like all fucking day all fucking day. Like we were Robin Shabatsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mall rats, you know. They even dropped that line. Yeah. Which is yeah, great. so good. Uh yeah, so I, I loved, you know So what's your mil- favorite what's your favorite moment, Brian? Your favorite moment from the season? Mm. My favorite moment from this season. I would say I, I would say the moment that Hop like gives Joyce. Oh, like the pretty sure that's her name. Yeah, uh, like the is. like the look that Joyce hey, Byer, yeah, you, like do it. Yeah, like I'm good. I know this is like what has to happen. Uh, in that moment, right? Like he, and it's right after she agrees to go to dinner with him. Yep. So oh, it's when like she the, did that, I was like, fuck, you just killed her. Right. It's the complete like, character oh. arc, right? So what he's been trying to do all season, he gets completed. And then, of course, he's able to play, you know, the hero, the martyr, sacrifice himself. Uh, and he was good with it. He's like, yeah, it's, it's what needs to be done. Oh, yeah, it was good. And, you know, hopefully, knock on wood, We'll uh, we'll see him next season. Yeah, okay. if anything, he'll, he'll be in like flashbacks and shit. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say my favorite moment is Dustin and Erica rescuing Steve and Robin, mm. and then being drugged. Yeah, that was pretty great. Like that whole sitting in the movie theater, like even when they get out and like, oh, like where did they go? <laughs> these seats suck. <laughs> like, and then surfing in the elevator. Oh yeah, that whole the whole thing was fantastic. Like. The hats off to Maya Hawk, by the way, because one had no idea that you were the spawn of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. Right. But totally made sense. Yep. Not only do I see Uma, but I hear Ethan. Like it's crazy, and yeah, she was fantastic. Great, yeah, she great was actress. fantastic. Like she is hands down, I think the character that I'm looking to see next season. Out of like the original crew, more like fuck Nancy, fuck Jonathan. Like I didn't care <laughs> at all about them this season, which is fine because I feel like last season was a lot about yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy and Jonathan for sure. And I wanted more Steve, which I got. And Robin was a great addition, and I like that they didn't go into the trope that oh Robin is obsessed with Steve. Like it was fantastic. Yeah, um, that was a really good curveball for sure. I really and then I really enjoyed uh, episode two when Matt Tate's. L to the mall, and then uh, Lucas Tate's Mike, and they're trying to, like, yeah, that whole thing about trying to buy something shiny. And yep. he, Lucas is trying to explain, like, oh, she'll take you back, bro. Matt's has already taken me back five times. Because Lucas is a shitty boyfriend, by the way, which is fantastic. Uh, it, it was all great. It was all great. So, what do you think is going to happen next season? What holiday is it coming back on first? Well, I think since they said the Thanksgiving Christmas line at the end, uh, Mike says that to L. 
you know, like, oh, you, can, you should come back for Thanksgiving or – Or he's going to Thanksgiving, maybe, yeah, whatever. you should come back for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be around Christmas? one of those two can, holidays. Can it be this Christmas? Because you know if it's around Christmas, that means Christmas 2020. Because there's yeah, no way. Exactly. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Right, obviously. Um, and, and, yeah, they got to film the whole goddamn season. I was season. hoping it would be Easter. Resurrection? Well, because you know what happened I- around Easter in Russia in 1986? HBO just did a series about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chernobyl? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's... But I think you're right with Christmas. I mean, that would make sense, right? Just because they did drop that. I'm super interested to see who the fuck is there in Russia, right? The oh, American. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people assume that it's Hop, but... I don't think it's Hop. I don't think it I is think it's uh, the doctor. I think it's Papa. Yeah, Modine. That dude, yeah. Yeah. That's what a lot of people think. Um, so Someone was like, it's Barb. She's been there the whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> not, no, Barb's dead, guys. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the doctor would make a ton of sense, uh, especially because they obviously have like a living one or one, you know, outside of the upside down. But yeah, I think it'll be end of year. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Okay. And people just fucking binge it. And do you think that it'll end after season four or do you think they're just going to keep making them? Mm. Because they're kind of old right now. I know. Lucas looks... Like he really is eighteen, and that's because he's eighteen. Mike and Will, or Mike and Dustin are seventeen, but Dustin looks like a baby. Right. Will, I think, is sixteen, uh, and I think MB MBB Millie Bobby Brown is sixteen, and I think Matt's is seventeen. Mm. Yeah, I got. So I feel like you only sh- got like one or two more seasons left. Right. And they're just gonna continue to get a ton of jobs too. Right, the, yeah, the yeah, actors, yeah. right. So that's gonna. I think that's gonna be the hardest thing, is getting them to get their schedules. Um, but I think aligned. it's all right because they the seasons are short; they're only like eight episodes. True. So, but I mean that's still eight hours. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like you know a network syndicated show where you're making twenty two episodes a season. Yeah, for sure. But I think you know Millie Bobby Brown; she's already doing. I think she's. They announced her in the Eternals, or she's doing something with. Yeah, Marvel. I think that just got announced for the Eternals, and she's got a film, uh, Khan versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah, and then Mike's in it part two, but that's already filmed. That's done. Well, he's also in the new Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. And I think, and I think that Will kid, the the actor that plays Will, uh, I think he's probably, you know, in the top tier of those actors too. And I really like what they did with him. Uh, this season where he was just like the oh, yeah, fifth yeah, yeah. wheel, yeah, right? And especially because you kind of forget like, oh, shit, he was in the upside down for a long, a long time. The first season. Right. Like So while everybody else is like, you know, living their life, he's fucking girls. He's, yeah. He's losing his mind. Yeah. You know? Still hasn't done it all bad. Right. No, I'm excited. I think, you know what? I think they go five seasons and that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think if they don't, if they do go more, it'll be five seasons, right? But I, I think they'll probably end it with this next one. Ooh. Want to make a Corona, Corona mini <laughs> wager? No, because okay. the show, you know, is their top. Producer, they're gonna so. eat it because oh, of definitely. all the shit leaving it. Like they're like they're gonna try and lock all these people up for like fourteen years. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm going to cancel my Netflix. <laughs> Honestly, I am. I Yeah. Once The Office leaves. Oh, I mean, I before that, right? Once Disney starts. No, once The Office leaves. I still need The Office. I mean, fucking Comedy Central shows it. Yeah, but this is not commercials. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so this week, we've always talked it. It's one of our staples. It's Comic-Con. Yeah. The 50th anniversary of San Diego Comic-Con International. <sighs> it's going to be a big one. And Marvel's coming back. Yep. Uh, no one gives a fuck about DC. Uh, it's it's actually the best scenario possible. Yeah, because they're not here. Marvel is here and DC is not. Uh, I think Disney has a panel. Yeah. Um, they are going to have Fox has a panel. Uh, Sony has a panel, I think. Hmm. Um, because, you know, Sony's trying to ride the high of Into the Spider-Verse. Right. And there's a new feature to San Diego that's a big thing around this Comic-Con. And that is the fact that there will be forever a Comic-Con museum down in Balboa Park in San Diego. It is replacing the Hall of Champions. Oh, okay. Because fuck the Chargers. (laughs) And uh, it will include... Lots of artifacts of Comic-Con history, but comic history and comic book history and character history. But also the Character Hall of Fame. Ooh, interesting. And they have announced the first entrant into the Comic Book Character Hall of Fame. Okay. Do you know who it is, Brian? I do not know. You want to wager a guess? Sure. I'll give you three guesses. Oh, Jesus. Who said you get three? Fuck that. You get one. One guess. It's the best answer. And tell me why. I'm going to say it is... Fuck. Wolverine. Wolverine for the first character into the Comic Book Hall of Fame for the Comic-Con Museum. And why? Because of the recent release... I don't know. That recent. Uh, But because of Logan. So oh, you're going strictly just because of the movies. As my reasoning, okay. correct. I understand, obviously, it's the Comic-Con Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that that was a, you know, obviously Hugh Jackman, like, sunsetting. Yeah. Uh, him playing the Wolverine. And it, I think, would correlate well into kind of, like, the retirement of that character to then be elected Fair. into the Fair. character Hall of Fame. Well, it's not Wolverine. <laughs> it's not even a Mar- Marvel character. Okay. that was, I mean, my other two guesses were DC characters. Okay. It is not Superman. Okay. As many people thought it should be Superman. Sure. And I tell those people, go kick rocks with open-toed <laughs> shoes. But no, the first entrant into the comic book character Hall of Fame is none other than Bruce Wayne, Batman himself. And so they're throwing a huge party. Wednesday preview night of Comic-Con down at the museum. Uh, apparently, I guess Michael Keaton's supposed to be in attendance. Oh. It better be. Okay. Uh, and some of it's open to the public if you want to pay $50. And then the museum will be open through to the public the entire weekend um, to check it out. It's still kind of under construction, but it'll be there for years to come because that's how San Diego is trying to keep Comic-Con in San Diego. Uh, but, you know, Comic-Con in San Diego is just always the best event. It really is, and it's just become, I mean, so much better, in my opinion, because there are so many 
uh, more areas outside of just the convention center that are now involved, right? Like it's expanded into like yeah. Gaslamp. It's downtown. the whole downtown area. Yeah, it really is. And a lot of those experiences are free, which is really cool, right? So even if you're not able to get a ticket into Comic Con, which is, you know, a pain in the ass now you have the ability to do a lot of those outside experiences uh, at no cost, plus a l- not a lot, like pretty much all of the hotels and restaurants downtown have like promotions and special events and like a whole bunch of other free shit that you can do. So that's been, I think, the coolest part for me with this evolution is how much more uh, yeah, like interactive to fans that might not necessarily be able to actually get into the convention. No, definitely. I think Adult Swim takes over Petrol Park. Oh, yeah. Adult Swim, too, um, is, is awesome. The Nerdist has a lounge, which actually had an open bar last year. <laughs> oh, wow. Now it's a cash bar. That's like, of course. I can understand why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, they always set up like an, an arcade in, yeah. um, I think, the Marriott. That's all free. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a ton of Nintendo Switch and Smash Brothers stuff last yeah, yeah. year. Uh, Dragon Ball Z will have an open and public event, too, this year. It's supposed to be bigger than last year when they were releasing the Broly movie. Uh, lots and lots of stuff. But, Brian, what is one announcement from Comic-Con 50th anniversary that you are looking for? I would say – I mean, I hate to fucking say it right because we, we just – had Endgame and Spider-Man, but I'm curious to see the announcement for the next set of movies. For Phase 4? For Phase 4. And I know, like, I think everybody kind of assumes it's going to be, you know, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, obviously Black Widow. I guess that we won't even count that because that's already been announced. Um, Guardians 3. The Eternals. The Eternals, and then um, the Asian dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of that Yeah, me too. Um, so, so yeah, I'm kind of interested there. I'm interested to see what Sony has, if they're going to announce a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, that would be cool. I think they already have, technically. Mm. Well, there you go. Well, maybe like a teaser that they'll drop or something. I'll tell you what I want. I want a trailer for The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. That's what I want. Hands down. Has Favreau <laughs> even have time to do, to do anything? That budget is over $15 million, apparently, and so I want to see it. Oh, for sure. And you finally get, I think, a story that fans have been clamoring for yeah. forever. So that's what I want. Yeah, I, that, I don't care. I can't wait for Marvel till D23. Give me a Mandalorian trailer, please. Yeah. That's what I want. For sure. If I don't have it, I'm going to walk off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Say, fuck it, Disney. Lucas Films. I'm walking off. Yeah. You don't deserve my money anymore. Yeah. And then I'm going to go drop a homophobic diss track. Oh. That's a little uh, aggressive. Is it? Because that's what Little Wayne did this past week. Ah. And I am just so confused. <sighs> yeah. In 2019, you know, rappers still just, they don't care. I just feel no, like. No political correctness for, the for them. The purple drink has just corroded <laughs> his decision-making ability. I was just disappointed. I'm like, I'm fine with Little Wayne going at Little Nas X. Sure, he's a SoundCloud rapper. He fell into success with, you know, a hit song. Uh, but like, be original, right? Like, don't just go for the obvious dig. 
and especially and especially like doing it to Old Town Road as well. It was just like I don't know, not a, not a good look, little no, way. No, like w- so you sent this music video to me. Yeah. Well, luckily, thankfully, it's not a music video. It's oh yeah yeah sorry the YouTube clip the upload right, right, right. the song, and I think all you said was oh no. I think it was yikes. Oh, okay. but same. Yeah. Proclamation. And maybe I said oh no bad because the the bat track is Old Town Road, and within the first twenty seconds, I'm already like, did he just? It's just so really? cringeworthy. Yeah. Like it's. It's like you – you know what it is? It's basically the end battle in 8 Mile where Eminem is basically like, hey, this is all the shit you always say about me, so I'm going to use it so you will have no shit about me to say. And it's basically Little Wayne said, I don't care. I'm still going to say it. Right. Like, duh. At one <laughs> point where I'm like, this isn't even creative. Two, this just sounds like you're really homophobic. Yes. Three – it also sounds like you aren't creative enough to come up with a good diss. Yeah. Four, what did Little Nas do to you? I'm still confused. Five, why did you spend time on this? Well, I don't think he spent much time on it. True. Fair. But who, if it, Also, who let him release it? Right. Like, who? yeah, whoever is his publicist is not doing a very good job. Like, where's all. Birdman when you need him? Right. <laughs> Because, I mean, not only is this just ridiculous and out of left field, but he also recently uh, walked off stage at one of the first stops of the Blink-182 and Little Wayne tour. And his response was there weren't enough people there to essentially like deserve his performance. Uh, I will say <laughs> I did I did see a video of like him actually walking off the stage, and the audience definitely was – uh, not large and not enthused at all to it was see rainy. It was Little raining. Wayne. Oh, was it raining? It was raining. Fair. Plus, you know, it's one of those like co-headliner tours where they alternate on who opens, and he was opening. Also, not a good sign to draw a big crowd opening for Blink-182. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I, how fucking far has Little Wayne fallen Going from, you know, undoubtedly the best rapper in the game to now has to open for Blink-182. I mean, I will say, like my roommate said, like, at least we got the Carter 5. Yeah. True. But I just, it doesn't make sense. Is he trying to stay relevant? Is this like a a Kanye ploy? Like, my name hasn't been mentioned at all. So I'm just going to stir shit up so that people will talk about me? I'm confused. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if little Nas X has a response. I hope that there's people. No, I in want Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> to have a response and drop a, dr- a diss track on Little Wayne. Or it'll be interesting to see if the rap community kind of rallies around little Nas X because there's a lot of uh, of woke minds in the hip hop game. Yeah, these days. I you just know? feel like this is, but I feel like this isn't anything you want to touch. You know, literally and figuratively. Well, damn it. <laughs> because Lil Wayne, uh, to say, is a fixture in the hip-hop community. Sure, of course. He's going to have people that defend him no matter what. And 
also you don't want to say like and def- but you don't also want to like jump on little wayne's side because then you just look like a homophobic tool like when he dropped the hard f word i was just like man still using that yeah and it's different when you're using it against somebody that really isn't because then it's an insult but then this is just derogatory yeah exactly i i yeah just don't understand i took a shower that. after listening to it. i didn't feel good <laughs> i didn't feel good about it at all <laughs> And I, you know who doesn't, who isn't gonna like this at all? That's Mark Hoppus. You not know who Mark Hoppus is? Uh, yes. But why would? Because he is actually a pretty big proponent of equal rights, and he's kind of very. Uh, he likes to voice his uh, supportive, inclusive uh, opinions. Yeah. Well, I mean, all those guys in Blink One Eighty Two. You know, have well, yeah, even the, Travis too, right? Skiba is a goddamn Wiccan, so you know he <laughs> he's down with the LGBT. But what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how the guys in Blink are gonna feel. But tra- Travis is talk. You know, like Travis right. is just silent. Like he doesn't have a presence really online or anything like that. But Mark has a pretty big presence, um, and it's just weird. Like I don't know how that's gonna go. Yeah, it was just ill. Not, advised. It's not punk rock, man. Right. Ill-timed, uh, for sure. Yeah. But maybe he was like, hey, somebody might do it. Trump liked it, probably. First to the, Oh, he loved it. Yeah. That's going to be his walkout song. Probably. That's nice rally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that, man. <laughs> All right, Little Wayne, get it back together. Let us know your thoughts on the diss track, if you listen to it, if you could stomach it. Uh, also, let us know if you're going to Comic-Con. This weekend, let us know if you're going to be around. Let us know if you run into our favorite Comic-Con guest, uh, John Allen, because maybe we will next weekend. Oh, yeah. You know? Maybe Good that's idea. what happens. Yeah. We just pull the strings, and we get one of the greatest voice actors of all time on this podcast. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. Not, I'm not pandering towards him at all right now, right. but hopefully Definitely that he's not. listening and yeah. he'll give me a call. <laughs> I'm sure he listens to the final minute. Nobody is. <laughs> it's just Brett right now because he misses us. As he's scrubbing those jot straps. I know. He's got to listen to something. I had multiple listeners loose. drop the jot strap joke to me when Manny Machado hit a home run this week. Well, you know, Brett's just been extra on. vigilant. Yeah. We appreciate your hard work, weeks. Brett. Right. All right. If you miss us throughout the week, you can find us uh, at pop underscore not soda on Instagram and Twitter and forward slash uh, pop not soda official on Facebook and Patreon. And just like this episode, you can find every episode of Pop Not Soda at popnotsoda.podbean.com on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So until next week, Brian and I will see you later. Just don't listen to Little Wayne. Don't do it.